The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a city of Judah, and she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the babe leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the voice of your greeting came to my ears, the babe in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord. Uh, today I'm offering the Mass for the repose of the soul of um, Father James Towell. He was uh, my parish priest when I was a boy, and so I first learned to serve the Mass uh, un for him, and um, uh, he was a very devout priest. He had obvious Eucharistic faith. Um, he celebrated all the sacraments well. He gave me my first Holy Communion and first confession, um, and he died. Uh, last week, and his uh, his funeral is tomorrow. So, if you would remember Father James in your in your prayers, I would appreciate that, and I know his family would appreciate that as well. Um, very beautiful. I was thinking of him last night. Then, when I was looking again at this uh, scene that we had uh, two days ago, this the visitation of Our Lady to Elizabeth, and the uh, the arrival of the hidden Christ in the midst of the house of Elizabeth. And I was thinking of that grace of First Holy Communion that I received from Father James. Uh, he was the one who brought me the hidden Lord. Uh, Jesus, he was the first one to give me the Lord in Holy Communion. And that's a wonderful grace. And so he played that role of Our Lady, that visitation with the hidden Christ. He played that role in my own life and in the life of many others as a parish priest. But I was just meditating then on that wonderful grace and then looking at this scene in that Eucharistic light, if you will, looking at the visitation in the light of the Eucharist. And so what we see here is we can see that we know what's happened with Our Lady is she has just consented to become the mother of God. So at the moment when she has been elevated above all creation, her then her next action is to go and serve someone in need. The moment that she becomes queen, her first action is the act of a servant, the act of someone who loves and who is humble. She is not elevated in pride in her new dignity. There is no pride within her. Her humility then drives her to go and serve the one who is in need. And so the queen of heaven and earth rushes off in service. And so Our Lady goes with haste into the hill country. She's still in the first week here of her pregnancy, obviously showing no signs of pregnancy, no signs exteriorly of the presence of the one who now dwells within her. And she enters the house of Elizabeth and Zechariah, and she greets Elizabeth. The first reading today from the Song of Songs describes this very beautifully. The church associates this scene with the visitation. 
Behold, he comes leaping upon the mountains. The beloved is coming. And the beloved is coming in the midst and in the, in, within the person of Our Lady. He is present within her as he leaps across the mountains to come to the aid of Elizabeth and John the Baptist. And as soon as Our Lady enters into the house of Elizabeth and Zachariah, of, uh, Elizabeth and Zachariah again showing no exterior signs of the presence of the Lord. It is St. John the Baptist who leaps within the womb of his mother, testifying to the presence of the hidden Christ. And his testimony then is the cause of his mother's being filled with the Holy Spirit. She receives his testimony and she believes it. She believes that the Lord is present. And so her response, being filled with the Holy Spirit, is to praise Our Lady, blessed are you among women. And the reason for her blessedness is because of the fruit of her womb. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. I was reading a passage from uh, Thomas Wynandy, Father Thomas Wynandy, he's an American theologian, and he was speaking about this line of uh, Elizabeth. He says that this line, that the mother of my Lord should come to me. He says, never has the incarnation been more succinctly summarized than the words of Elizabeth. She summarizes the mystery of the incarnation and the mystery of the Trinity, all in one simple line. She has been given this powerful wisdom from the Holy Spirit that she is able to pierce the mystery that is before her, that the mother of my Lord should come to me acknowledging the divinity of the one who is now present in her midst within the womb of Our Lady, but also acknowledging not only his divinity, that he is Lord, but also that by saying that the mother of my Lord has, would come to me. Now a mother can only be the mother of something that shares her nature, and so acknowledging also his humanity. And so in one simple line of praise, she gets to the very depths of the mystery of the Incarnation. But also we have here this Eucharistic, if you will, uh, this Eucharistic language or this Eucharistic elements to this scene, which is that the Lord is hidden. There are no real signs to his being present, but they believe by faith that he is present. The way in which Elizabeth praises Our Lady is she says, blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Blessed is she who believed the words of God and that they would be fulfilled. The reason at this moment that Our Lady knows that she has conceived the Son is by faith. She believes that the words that the angel has spoken to her have been fulfilled. She has no other signs physically yet of the pregnancy but she believes firmly and with deep conviction in the presence of God within her. And Elizabeth is also brought into this faith. She believes, without being able to see him, that the Lord is present in her midst. The same is true for us with regards to the Eucharist. We believe in the words, the words spoken at the moment of the consecration, this is my body, this is my blood. 
And we believe because of those words that the Lord is present in our midst. Body, blood, soul, divinity, truly present to us. And so we respond with the response of Our Lady, with the response of Elizabeth. We believe the words that have been spoken and we acknowledge that our Savior is present to us, just as Elizabeth has done when Our Lady has brought the Christ, brought Jesus to her. She responds in this faith. She acknowledges the veiled Christ under the veil of Our Lady. We acknowledge the veiled Christ under the forms of bread and wine. We are called to this Eucharistic faith to believe the words of consecration that are spoken and the impact that that has. When we believe the words of consecration, when we believe the doctrine of the real presence, that should change everything in our life because it does change everything. Those words, if believed, we know that our response should be in faith, that if the Lord is present, then we should acknowledge his presence. And that is what Elizabeth does. She sets for us that example. When the Lord is present to her, she responds with praise and adoration. And so we take from her example today that we know that the Lord is present in our midst. Let our response also be one of praise and adoration for the hidden Christ who is present to us. Amen.